Blog Talk Radio. next guest on board with me. She is a very talented, award-winning writer and director, and her name is Jen Shaw. Jen, good afternoon, and thank you for joining me. Thank hello, you. hello. So glad to be with you today. Well, I must tell listeners here a little bit more. I don't want to tell too much because it's your story, but Jen has the most, it is the most cutest. Oh, Jen, I just love your film. It's called Gaps, G-A-P-S, Gaps, and it is, it, it's recently had a, had a showing at the Holly Shorts yeah. Film Festival in Los Angeles, so how, how did that, sh- how did that come out? I'm sure it was good. Yeah, it was, it's great, you know, uh, the film has just been a really um, great project to work on. I did it as a part of working with Tribeca Studios and the Queen Collective, which is the Queen Latifah's company in we got to the Holly Shorts. Um, we premiered at Tribeca. We we've been to ABFF uh, with some clips and conversations panel. So, you know, it's just been great to see how the audience really seems to get into the film, and I just love seeing the reactions along the way. Oh, I know, I know. Now, have you uh, at any of the film festivals that is uh, landed at? Do you do Q and A afterwards or, or what? Yeah, we actually were in Blackstar recently in Philly. I did a Q&A. I did the Q&A in Tribeca and actually did one with Queen Latifah, which was really great. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been a great conversation piece to talk about. Literally, people come up to you and they're like, I had a gap growing up. I understand how the main character feels. But it's just a great, um, you know, talk track to talk all about, you know, black girlhood and just, you know, having women in your family lift you up whenever there's something you feel insecure about or something that you need to have that conversation on. So I've enjoyed that. Well, let's just talk about the synopsis of Gaps, uh, mm-hmm. one of those coming-of-age uh, type genre films about a young uh, African-American young lady, a young girl, I should say, and she finds herself, you know, she has this gap. To me, it's not really a gap. I mean, even I didn't think it was bad, but I can understand when you're growing up. But anyway, she she comes to the the crossroads about her gap and what should be done or not done about it. So tell us the story as to what inspired you to even write the script for this book, for this book. I mean, this movie, I should say. Yeah, so it's my aunt's death, and I get this really mysterious email. I tell people all the time from Tabaka Studios. I think they've seen a lot of my work. Um, this is my eighth or ninth short film um, as a narrative um, director. And I got an email that's like, hey, the Queen Collective would love ideas, and this year we're doing scripts that are narrative, not just doc. Because I think in the past years, they'd only said doc was an option, and this is the first movie that they had done narrative as part of the Queen Collective. Um, and really it was also the challenge to write something that was aligned with their kind of like Crest and Oral-B, their brand, but also bringing in a story that would never mention the brand. So brand-inspired. And my mom was a dentist, like I said. I grew up, teeth were a thing. And I think sometimes the smallest imperfections, and I'm glad you said that. Like, her gap isn't huge, right? No. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Like, the smallest imperfection, I think, sometimes can throw you off and make you question 
you know, the beauty of yourself, and especially when you're, like, coming of age and you're younger. So the story came from that, and I think trying to create something that I still had my style, I just felt coming of age, had a little fantasy mixed in there. It's definitely family-oriented and talks about generational love, um, especially from the women in her family. So I just combined all of that with what I usually do, so just kind of wrote it to their prompt, and I think I ended up with something really great. Did you have uh, any particular, as far as for the lead character, any particular little girl in mind that maybe somebody in your family, someone you had met, some of your mom's former patients that that you kind of envisioned in your head as you were writing the story? I mean, not really. I think I was really open to what this little girl would be. Um, I had, um, I think it was Marcia Martin from... uh, uh, the the show uh, why can't I think today Blackest yes uh-huh. yeah she has that classic gas that was kind of even like a little bigger and I had an image of her on the deck that we did the pitch for and I think I started there um, when we actually were in auditions and in the casting process. You know, we met a lot of little girls. Some had, like, a bigger gap. Some had a slight one. We even toyed around with, did this person really have to have gap to create it? And I think we landed on, like, um, Charlie Girl because I think we also, she had that kind of, like, really great look, you know, big hair, bright eyes. She just feels like all-American girl in that sense. But, you know, that one little slight gap she does have naturally, and it was, like, big enough that you could talk about it, but it was small enough that you could see how it felt silly to maybe most people to care. But, like, to her, it became something that was bigger in her mind. And I think that's a lot of what we do um, when we have something that's bothering us or imperfection we perceive. It just feels so much bigger when it's really – most people probably wouldn't notice at all. <laughs> that's definitely not. Well, all of the the, the kids did an amazing job uh, of the cast, and they they just did. And the young lady, uh, was it is it Charlie Girl or Charlie Girl? Uh, it's Charlie Girl. Charlie Girl. Did did she you know in in as you once you hired her, did she have any kinds of uh, I, I hate to say hang up, but did she have any kind of you know did she have an issue about having a gap herself? You know, she didn't per se, like, she definitely, like, is somebody who's in modeling. She models and does entertainment stuff. So I I can't speak for her. I mean, I think her gap, again, is, like, small enough that it's not, like, a huge thing that bothers her. But I think she did relate um, when we were talking about having, you know, just general insecurities as a kid. Um, Because she's, you know, she is a kid who's experiencing probably some of the same things just naturally as we all do. But she models. She does all the things where people see her face. They're really up close. So she did relate to that of the character. And I think she channeled that a lot in those scenes where she had to, you know, show that fragility or just those moments where she had to look inward for her character. Um, And it wasn't all, like, kind of just fun and light throughout the script. And so how long did it take uh, for you guys to shoot the film? I think it's a barely, what, 14, 15 minutes long. So how long did it take in all to put it all together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, four days. And it was jam-packed for four days. <laughs> um, 
because of the amount of locations, the kids. I, I always tell people, for some reason, when I do shorts, I go for, like, some type of, like, scale of difficulty. It's like, throw me a dog, throw me some kids. So I don't know why I do that. But for this one, yeah, I definitely had a lot of kids theme work and, like, multiple locations, which, you know, if you take a look back, you're like, oh, yeah, there were a few that made it. And, and also we're in New York City here in Brooklyn for most of it. So just mm-hmm. that backdrop, too, just navigating that shooting was really challenging but so much fun because I love shooting. I'm mean, a good idea. Well, obviously, you're very good at it. As I said, award-winning writer and director. Well, let's go back uh, a minute. You mentioned earlier, um, as we all know, that uh, Queen Latifah's company, the executive producer. So how did that initiate? Did they find you or did you find them or how did that meeting come about? Yeah, so as a part of the Queen Collective, she is our producer. So, yeah, they found me. Um and as soon as I wrote a script that I think everyone was on board with, that, of course, was a great package deal to be a part of. It's like, hey, do you want Queen or Tifa to be on your film? Sure. <laughs> this isn't a hard thing that you, you know, you, to, to ponder over. So, yeah, I think um, she's just a really, really down-to-earth champion of great people. I mean, that's the only way to describe her. Like, I've never met anybody that's at that level of fame and just, honestly, the icon and, like, the sense of, like, the span of her career and the pivoting and how she's touched so many different things from music to, like, being post to being an actress, being a producer, and still has, like, a humble and groundedness to her. So, I was just really, obviously, you know, you're never surprised by a meeting with somebody on that level, but I was kind of surprised at how just cool and a, a good vibe she gave out. And to have her, you know, support this film, you know, she really read the script. She really was involved. I mean, to this day, you know, you know, you can connect with her. She's accessible. And I just, I didn't expect it. So it was like a great surprise along the way. And so after the film was totally finished, the editing, the everything, just all shiny and brand new, what was it like having her to see the final finished product? Were you nervous or or were you both together when she first saw it, the finished product or what? Yeah, I'm never nervous. Like, I probably started the line of like, You know, I I like to stand up for my work. I definitely have great collaborators and producers. My producers, Monique Hazard and Tyler Young, were like, you know, they're saying, you know, we got a good film. This is going to be great. Um, And so I just, I felt really excited for her to watch it. I'm like, I think she's going to, like, dig this. And she did. And, you know, we get notes as any process in, in the creative field. And I think just... I wasn't there when she got to actually see it. I was there, you know, a couple of times when we saw it as an audience and she was around. But I think, you know, just I could tell by just the feedback she gave me that was positive and, like, more, you know, talking about the film that she, you know, really took the time to watch it and understand it and adjust it and felt really positive about it. So, I, yeah, I wish I could go back and see what her reaction was. It was a big lag, but... I didn't get that, but I got a, a, a bigger kind of embrace of, of just her feeling the film and, and sending me good vibes and 
now going around and talking about it. So I, I can't complain about that at all. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, word of mouth about a product, exactly. you know, and coming from Queen Latifah herself, spreading word of mouth, that's how we can't get too much better than that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I tried to run, like, she's the only queen I know, like, on the, <laughs> on, on the credits, but they were like, no, done too far. I'm like, really? She's the only queen I do. Like, I don't know any other queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm sure she thought that was cute. That was cute. It was very cute. But I had to take it out, so it's not on there. But we'll pretend like they made it. <laughs> well, now tell us about the uh, your, your film is a part of the Procter and Gamble's Widen the Screen Initiative Program. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Widen the Screen is actually like an initiative, of course, but it, it goes along with a lot of types of films I make that show the breadth of the Black experience. Um, often. If you think about it, we're showing black excellence, which is like, you know, the Jay-Z's, the Beyonce's. You know, a lot of times we get kind of pigeonholed into sports, music, like got a lot of money, famous. And then we see, you know, the screen side where it's like can be like poverty, the struggle, you know, the challenges. And I think that what Why the Screen is about is having films that are just about the black experience, period. And it's like, that the culture that we have is so rich and so diverse that there are so many stories in between that of everyday people living their lives, loving, enjoying their families, you know, having moments like gaps where, you know, you're worried about a little something and it turns out to be something that you can overcome by love and self-esteem. And, you know, trying to show films like that have a greater cultural impact because we are now showing images of people that are black and brown that aren't always leaning towards a stereotypical view, and therefore in real life we can break down some of those barriers and misperceptions. So, you know, widening the screen is literal in the sense of widening people's minds, widening point of views. But I, like I said, I think it's just a part of the type of filmmaker that I also want to be, someone that um, breaks genres, um, shows new you know, angles into stories and really shatters the stereotypical black experience, allowing the room for more stories. Well, we definitely want to thank the people at Procter & Gamble for having this initiative to help bring films and uh, projects such as yours and others, you know, to the public, you know, the creative initiatives. We just love that. Thank you, Procter & Gamble, and also for your great products as well. But uh, I think this is wonderful. So, okay, what is next for GAPS? Does it continue the film festival circuit, or, or what's next for it? Yeah, we're, we're waiting to hear about some festivals. Like, shout out to all the festivals. We're waiting on, um, you know, to find out if we got in. Um, obviously, as you said, our latest was Holly Shores. Um, we were also at Markham's Vineyard, African American Film Festival, um, the last week or so. So, continuing on, you know, to just go across the country and hopefully even overseas in the world and and just, you know, let people enjoy the film, whether in person or virtual. Um, We aired on on BET, um, and I believe you can still watch it on demand on BET and Paramount Plus and BET Plus, so um, the film is available for people to watch there. Um, And I think just, you know, 
that story of gaps is just a little slice of what I can do as a filmmaker. So I'm just excited to um, continue my career with more films like it, um, a feature film, episodic work, all the stuff that I continue to do. Um, that's just a part of my craft. So. And so does GAPS have uh, its own website, or is there an Instagram information yeah. for GAPS? Okay. So you can go to gapsfilm.com and check out the website. There's also a GAPS Film um, Instagram handle that I'm up, that's there that you can, you know, see a little bit more. And then I'm Jay Shawshank, and I post a lot about um, the film and what, what festivals you get into. So a lot of it just comes from my handle, too, just being kind of the lead on it creatively. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll share as soon as we know. But we're coming more places, and I'm excited for people to see it. Uh, they should love it. Uh, when I first saw it, because I've seen it like three times now, I, I just kind of, yeah, I kind of <laughs> overindulge if it's something that I like. <laughs> well, do it. Let's do it. And it reminds, the first time I saw it, it reminded me of another award-winning film, Hair Love. You know, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know them. Okay. Wonderful. Well, if people, and there were lots of them, who loved Hair Love, you will love this one, gaps. It's just as just wonderful. It's it's a, it's a teachable moment, but it's still entertaining. And the kids in the film, they do such an excellent job. Just good casting from your 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 staff there. That's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I have to shout out to Matthew Cherry and Monica Young. I I love them, um, and they're the hair love team. Uh, and just you know. It's great to see, you know, just other black filmmakers not to have the park with content. Mm -hmm. So I will take that comparison any day. Thank Absolutely. <laughs> well, now, I know you mentioned a minute ago that, that you're, you're very diverse and multi-talented in your work as film, television, and what have you. So is there any other project that you're working on is coming up later this year or next year, early next year? Yeah, definitely. So, um, one of the things I'm always doing is I'm a commercial director. So I direct really big commercials. You see air. No credits, though. <laughs> but mm -hmm. So I'm always doing that, um, just, you know, month to month, working with big brands for commercials, whether it be like Hershey's or Hyundai or, um, you know, Kia. Or, you know, I just always love to do projects in that realm in the sports world. And as far as, like, projects coming up, I have a feature film that is in development with Tiny Giant. They are actually my um, promotional rep as well. Um, but for this, they're partnering with my um, long for rep anonymous content, and we're working on my first feature. And it's a girl basketball movie, so I'm really excited about Coming of Age. Um, that's, uh, you know, a piece based in the 90s, and it should be a lot of fun. So we're working on that now, and hopefully we can film next year, obviously, it's trying times with the strike, so we'll see um, how things pan out with the writer strike and the um, SAG after strike. But I'm hoping that we'll get to move forward on that soon, as well as working on I'm working on um, an episodic um, project I've been working on for a couple of years called Afro, which is kind of a, a teen um, edgy comedy that I'm excited about as well. So. Oh, I'm excited about a lot of things. I think I said that word a lot today, but well, I'm thrilled. Be. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Oh my goodness, you should be. I would, 
I would say excited all, all day with all of yeah, this. I'm, like, I'm, I'm just excited. <laughs> you have earned it. Well, tell me. I mean, I'm going to two last questions here. Uh, the basketball yeah. full feature that you're working on, women's basketball, is just exploding all over the place. The whole yeah. Angel Reese and all of these young ladies. <laughs> Uh, what a great time to work on a film about women's basketball. So I know that's going to do quite well. Yeah, I think it's it's timely, even though, again, it's set in the 90s, but it's timely now. And a lot of the themes from that era, like Jordan and pre-WNBA, are just going to really resonate now in a comedy. Um, it's really uh, it's a movie about um, a young girl who goes back to her, like, hometown uh, you know, kind of street ball um, area, and she wants to assemble a game, but she has to lie to everybody around her to do it. So oh, okay. it's just it's fun, and it and it also has some really great themes. I think that align with the black community, but are just you know something that I think everybody can relate to, and that's and that's my jam: universal themes, um, but set in a very specific. Uh, point of view um, and, I, and I'm excited to do again again thrilled to do that um, in this project because it's it's all the culmination of all the work I've been doing to build that well I say congratulations on your first full feature film I know it's going to be very good I just know it. I just know it I'm going to start paying closer attention now that I know you've directed a lot of uh, television commercials. I'm going to start paying closer attention to these. You said Toyota, and what other brands is it? So Kia, Honda, I think I did Hershey's. I just did one for PMC, which is Pearl Milling. Milling, um, And I did a Brock's candy commercial. Those came out in Easter and Valentine's Day, but it just did their ones for Halloween, so this should come out soon. Um, but, yeah, I'm constantly working just with different brands on, you know, showing their brand in the best way in the commercial realm, whether it be 30 seconds, 15 seconds. And I just have a great team um, at Tiny Giant that is super supportive, and they make sure that I get all the good projects. Well, it sounds like you are. I mean, what a, I mean, automobiles and chocolate candy, what a great combo, just those two right there. Exactly. Like, family, sport, I mean, it's the same. Like, anything, same, extreme difficulty in commercials. <laughs> Dogs, kids, family, sports, you know, it's, it's cross genre. But, you know, the same themes and familiarities, um, depending on if it's narrative, commercial, even the doc space, I do things. And But the theme is there, you know, and the mm-hmm. content is, is my story. And it's, it's something that always feels, I think, fit for me, which is really why I love what I do. It's like I get to express myself in all the mediums and all the ways and just really enjoy it every step of the way. Well, we're going to definitely look for your first full feature. We'll just say sometime next year, hopefully, when this strike is over. Oh, my goodness. But in the meantime, you've got something coming out for Halloween, probably others for the whole holiday season for this year. And we never know. Well, I'm one of those kinds of people. If I love a TV ad, I will go look up who is the ad agency, who's the music. I will find you. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm going to hunt you. I'm going to hunt you down. And in fact, when we get through with this, I'm going to go and and look, do my homework and see which ones that I've seen and see if that's you or not on these commercials. Yeah. I'm going to eat my homework. Like I said, I'm in there having fun and that's the uh, thing. doing some really uh, cool commercials with some great people. So looking at I definitely will. But in the meantime, we are going to keep tabs on your wonderful short GAPS, G-A-P-S, and see if GAPS is coming to a film festival near whomever is listening. People hear us all over the world, all over in India, Southeast Asia, just everywhere. And so we never know if GAPS is coming. Because GAPS are all just humans. It's everybody. Every Yeah, it's everybody's got GAPS. So, yeah. This is that's why it makes I think that's probably what makes it so appealing. One of the aspects because it's it's just human beings having a gap, big gap, little gap, medium gaps. I'm gonna tell you this one last thing. The beautiful gaps in the world. I'll tell you this one last thing really fast. Uh, when my mom had some dental work, she had some. She's gonna kill me if she heard me say this. Some dentures, some dentures done years ago, and she intentionally she told the dentist that she wanted a slight gap in the, the top front teeth. They look like what you have. Yeah, right? yeah, and then they did it. Go ahead, mama. <laughs> Go ahead, mama. I like it. Yeah, they did. Well, she did it, and no one knew the difference except for me. And now I've told everybody. <laughs> I tell the world. Sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Mom. But it is beautiful. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. But, Jen, thank you so much for the lively conversation. And most of all, thank you for GAPS. And I'm going to start following you on Instagram so I can keep up with all of your busy work that you're doing. And would love to have you to come back on when the uh, women's basketball feature is released. Oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate anyone who's following my career, and I'm so thankful for you for having me on today. And, you know, hopefully there'll be more for me. Actually, there will be more. Oh, of course. There is no <laughs> way. But, hey, you never know. You and Queen, the Queen may team up again for something. You just Hey, you never know. And, uh, you know, I'm going to wink at a nod to that because I can't reveal anything. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be. You never know. I'm going to be quiet from there on. Okay, so I can be one of the first media people, you know, in case if it happens. Just in case. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, you have a wonderful rest of the week, and I hope to talk to you in a few months or so. Yeah, you should. You. Okay, take care then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.